everybody and welcome in welcome back to another episode of the speaker's secrets podcast i'm your host Enrico ambrister and i truly want to take a minute and say thank you i never take for granted any listens that i have any time that you decide to spend with me to listen to what i have to say so i truly want to take a moment say thank you for your support thank you for tuning in I have been gone for a few weeks and I'll get into why in just a bit, but I want to say that usually you would hear me say that this podcast was created to give you tips and suggestions to help you become a more proficient speaker, but I want to tweak that a bit and say that this podcast was really created to give you ideas because yes, I can give you tips and suggestions all day long and while I'm certain that these will help you in your journey, what denotes more success to me is you being able to listen to this and take what I'm saying and use it in your own unique way and maybe even come up with some things that work specifically for you that I haven't mentioned here. So as long as I can give you the idea and plant the seed in your mind and you just develop it and turn it into something that you can use to enrich your life, then that is what I'm here for. That's what this podcast exists for. So this podcast was created to give you the ideas that will propel you forward and propel you in your public speaking journey. And getting into my many absence, something that many of you or some of you should know about me is that I'm very particular about what I put out. Whatever has my name attached to it, I want it to be at a particular quality. And my most recent episodes, I did not feel as though the audio quality was up to my standards. So I did go ahead and get some equipment to rectify that issue. However, I still don't think it's at the level that I want it to be because I want this experience to be as easy for you as possible. I just want you to tune in, just be able to grab everything. My next step is getting a brand new mic. So I want to say thank you to everybody who is still tuning in. I want you to know that I'm very mindful of the content that I put out and the user experience, the listener's experience. So if you're still with me, I want to say thank you. The great thing about being on this journey of growth is that you just continue to grow and you never give up. Okay, now that that's out of the way, it's time to get into today's topic. And I want to share a story with you that caused me to touch on this today. As you've heard here, I am in an organization called Toastmasters. It's an international organization over 140 countries, and it helps people to improve their public speaking skills, their leadership skills, their confidence. You really have an opportunity to network with an amazing myriad of people. One amazing feature of Toastmasters is that we have speech competitions. And yes, we have the typical speech competition, but you also have variations of competitions. So you might have a humorous speech competition and then there is an evaluation competition. So how the evaluation competition goes is that you have a test speaker, one person that just speaks from five to seven minutes on anything and then you have several people evaluating that same speech. The person that gives 
the best evaluation of the speech is the winner and progresses to the next round. I was the test speaker for our area contest. So this Toastmasters competition was on a Sunday. I was the test speaker and I had people that had to evaluate my speech. I did not practice that much. And the reason why I didn't practice that much is because I had done a test speech before and a lot of the evaluators had an issue trying to find something wrong with my speech. Now, I'm not saying that to toot my own horn or anything, but I'm just emphasizing that I did practice a lot. And so, therefore, it was hard for them to try to find an area of improvement. So for this speech, I decided that I was going to go for a more free flow type of speech. I wanted to have the information in my mind that I wanted to present, but it wasn't my goal to know the info as intimately. Fast forward and I get to the competition. It is now time for me to speak and I begin my introduction. The first few sentences are fine. And then I get to a part in my speech where I completely blank out. It's like my mind went blank and I couldn't believe what had happened. I mean, I know that I didn't practice as much as I usually do, but I thought I had a handle on it and it took me off guard. Luckily, I managed to get my way through it and I think I did a great performance, but that very moment just took me off guard. And I want to share some particular insights from that moment that I had, because let's face it, that's something that can happen when you are speaking in front of a group of people. Let's say you are giving a presentation at work or you're presenting at a church service or somewhere and you just go blank or the words that you had meant to present are just no longer available to you. What do you do in those moments? What do you do in the moments where you've practiced and you're confident about your speech, but the limelight is on you now and you're just having a brain fart? Now, this episode is not meant to scare you, but instead it's meant to prepare you. And looking back at it, I'm glad that that experience happened to me because it allowed me to learn, hey, if I'm in a situation like this, what should I do? And based off what I've learned, I've devised some things that I want to share with you today. So let's talk about the things that you shouldn't do when you mess up. The first thing that you don't want to do whenever you mess up while you're speaking is to bring attention to the mistake that you've made. And when I say bring attention to it, I mean verbally. An example of this is something just as simple as saying, oh, I messed that up or, oh my gosh, sorry guys, I just lost my place or I'm so fumbled right now. You never want to admit to the audience that you've messed up. And an important thing here to remember is that the audience doesn't know your material. They don't know what you're going to say. You're the only one that has been living with this, breathing, eating, sleeping this speech, hopefully. So yes, you are more intimately tied to your message, but to your audience, it's fresh, it's new. And many of the times when you might mess up or leave out some words or skip over a part, they have no idea. So you bringing attention 
to that is pointing out a flaw that many people don't even know exist. And the second thing that you should never do when you mess up is to apologize. And this is something that I am going to rally against for the rest of my days as it relates to anybody who's speaking because you never ever want to kill your momentum by apologizing to your audience. In fact, this is something that I am trying to avoid in my personal life. So instead of saying sorry, let's say if I'm late somewhere, instead of saying sorry for being late, I would change that to thank you and I say thank you for your patience with me. All right. So even in my personal life, I'm trying to eliminate the word sorry because I'm not sorry. I know you're not sorry. We've been conditioned to say it, but that's definitely something you should refrain from when you're on the stage. So now let's transition into what you should do if you're speaking and you mess up. Now, the first thing you should do is remain calm. And that might sound very annoying. You're probably like, well, no, duh, Enrico you would want to remain calm in a situation like that but it's not always realistic and okay i'll give you that it's not always realistic to remain calm right because you mess up you have a knee-jerk reaction you're like oh my gosh all these people are in front of me so it's human to just freak out a bit but the goal is to remain calm and if you were to refer back to my third episode prep for success There are some key things that you can do before you start speaking, just immediately before you start speaking, like maybe five minutes before, an hour before, and the day of, and the day before, that can help you to reduce your anxiety. Some of these include just taking deep breaths, meditating, doing these breathing exercises. So once you properly prepare yourself for the act of speaking, if something were to go wrong, you're more likely to remain calm because you're already grounded. You've already done the preparation to take the anxiety off. So even though it might be difficult to remain calm sometimes, my suggestion and advice here would always be to make sure that you prepare yourself even before you get on the stage so that no matter what happens, you're at a level-headed place. The second thing that I would advise that you do is to face the audience. And I must admit to you guys, this is something that I did not do when I was a test speaker at that competition. According to my evaluators, when I lost my train of thought for that brief moment, it's almost like my body language closed up and I closed off the audience. I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. But to my audience, they could sense that. So that goes back to even my episode on body language and just being aware of your audience. In those moments where you might mess up or lose your train of thought, that's when you want to double down on your body language towards your audience. You want to face them. And one of the things that the evaluators told me, even in that moment, if it might be nerve wracking for you to look at people's eyes, look above their foreheads. And you guys know that I don't generally recommend that you look at people's foreheads when you're speaking to them because they can tell 
But in a moment where you need to regain your clarity and you're facing the audience, if not making eye contact with someone in that moment will help you to regain more focus, then by all means, I do encourage that you look at their hair lines. But you want to make sure that you always face the audience. And the third thing that you want to do, you want to smile. Even if you are feeling uncomfortable and chaotic on the inside, once you're facing the audience and you're smiling, that is one of the most reassuring stances that you can take in that moment. They feel like you're connecting with them. They feel your warmth. So even though you might be just scrambled a bit on the inside, once your audience gets that body language from you, they're there with you. Okay, now I have a few more do's, but I think these do's are just as important, if not more important than the do's that I just gave you. The list of suggestions that I just provided you are things that you should do while you're speaking. But there are a few techniques that I think you should engage in before you even get to the lectern or wherever you're speaking to help you if you were to mess up or lose your train of thought. So the first key here is to practice, but with distractions. And that's something that this particular exercise and this competition has shown me and helped me to learn that I wasn't really taking into account before. Because as you know, I'm a great advocate for practice. I think practice makes proficient. But one thing I didn't think about is the fact that you should practice with distractions. A lot of times I might practice in a very quiet room or secluded space. And I do think that those times are extremely important. But you also want to practice with the TV being on or with maybe the kids running around. You want to be in a space where it's not so easy to focus and still be able to practice because you don't know what might happen anytime you are giving a presentation. Something might come up to distract you and if you're more well-versed in practicing and staying focused while there are distractions going on in the background, then you'll be more likely to stay focused no matter what comes up for you. Another thing to keep in mind is that you should be prepared for anything and this ties into tip number one but just in life you know life is very uncertain life is unpredictable you never know what's going to happen and it's the same thing when you're speaking you always want to visualize the best possible outcome and I continue to encourage that but truthfully you want to be prepared for anything maybe the power might be off the mic might not work a baby might cry there are so much uncertain things that can happen just by opening up yourself to the possibility that anything can happen and realizing that no matter what happens, it's okay. It's not like the end of the world. The place that you're speaking at is not going to spontaneously combust because you might have missed a few words. It's, it's like whatever happens, you're going to be okay. And I think that's one of the things for me that makes me feel more at ease when I'm speaking is because, okay, I take it very seriously because I have a message to give, but at the end of the day, nothing's going wrong. Nothing can go wrong. Even the things that seem to go wrong, like me 
missing a few words or the mic going out. They may seem to go wrong, but they are just things that can help me to become a well-rounded person and someone who is more well-rounded at public speaking as well. And finally, the best thing that you can do before you start speaking is to realize that you're not perfect and that perfection is boring. Nobody wants someone who's continuously perfect. I mean, think about someone that you know that's kind of like, quote unquote, a goody two shoes. I mean, I'm sure that you love that person and you appreciate that person, but sometimes it's like, okay, like, can you say like a cuss word here or there? Like, can you show some edge to yourself? And that's because perfection isn't relatable. So even if you have a moment where you might not deliver that line how you thought you should have or like your performance is less than perfect, realize that it's okay. In fact, it might make you more relatable and might have your audience relate to you on a deeper level because you've shown your vulnerability. You've shown that you're human. You have shown courage by getting up there and sharing your thoughts and presenting in front of a group of people. And the fact that you had a little slip up, well, it's human. So those are the ideas that I wanted to share with you today. Even though we practice and we continue to get better at our public speaking skills, the truth is there might be some days that we might not be as comfortable with the material that we're presenting might be a bit tired, whatever the reason is, it's possible that you might just have a moment sometimes where you skip a sentence in your presentation or you miss a few words or you just might lose your train of thought. It's okay when these things happen, but the key is to be prepared. To recap, the things that you don't want to do is bring attention to your mistake and apologize to your audience. Now, while you are speaking, some of the things that you want to do is to remain calm, face your audience, and smile. Once you are in that calm state and you're displaying this sense of warmth with your audience and connectivity, then things will come to you. Everything will come back to you, especially if it's something that you've practiced. And something that I forgot to mention is that a lot of times, since your audience doesn't know what you're presenting on, many of these moments can be interpreted as an intended pause or a pause within your presentation. And many times this is of benefit because it helps your audience to have some time to soak all of the material that you've just given them. It emphasizes a particular point as though, okay, whatever I just said is very important. That's why I'm pausing right here. So even though in your mind you might be pausing because you're like, oh crap, what's the next word? Many of your audience members are left just with a sense of wonder like, hmm, I'm really ruminating on what he or she just said. You always want to make sure that you face your audience and let them know that you're still connected with them in that moment. And finally, smile. Now, there are some things that you want to do before you engage in any speaking engagement, and some of them have to deal with your mindset. The first thing that you want to do whenever you're able to practice, of course, you want to capitalize practicing in quiet areas, but also don't be afraid to practice in noisy areas to help you with developing your focus. 
Secondly, you want to be prepared for anything. Realize that anything can happen and it's just life. There's nothing going wrong, but it's just the fact that things happen that we don't expect. And so by being prepared for anything, we're prepared for the unexpected. And finally, realize that you're human. Perfection is boring, it's unattainable, and besides, you don't want to be perfect. Once you have reached that state of perfection, which is impossible, but if you were to reach it, then you would have nowhere else to go, nothing else to learn, no possible potential to grow. And that's the point of this life, to become better and better at being human beings. Once again, I want to say thank you for tuning in with me today. I want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best quality whatsoever. So please just stick with me as we continue to grow together. Please follow The Speaker Secrets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if this episode or other episodes in the past has been helpful to you, please leave a rating and a review so other people can see how you've been impacted and how they can possibly be impacted as well. I love you guys and I am excited for what's to come. I also want to hear more from you. If you are listening in, tuning in, and you have a question for me or you have a topic that you want me to cover, please feel free to contact me on any social media platform or email thespeakersecrets at gmail.com. I want to ensure that any questions that you have are being addressed and that I can help you in something that I like to do. With all of that being said, I want to wish all of you a great week and I'm looking forward to connecting with you soon. This is Enrico Amberster signing off. <laughs>